Yep. Go ahead. Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. Uh, there were the the early um, episode with George Clooney. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, Brad Pitt. I really, I really liked uh, um, Kathleen Turner as Chandler's dad. <laughs> yeah, that was. Um, that was that was really funny, and and she was perfectly cast for that. Yeah. Um, and uh, what about Brad Pitt? Was he was he was he up there for you, Brad Pitt? Nah, not really. Not really. Uh, okay. not really. I did like uh, I did like Winona Ryder as Rachel's old college roommate, though. Oh yeah, she's she's great. Yeah. Um. Now, do you think? that the Ross and Rachel we were on a break episode is one of the best of all time, most iconic of all time of that series. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, that uh not only because of how how big of a thing that line became. Yeah. Because it actually did have society have a dialogue about that. Yeah. And I, to this day, I know people that land on both sides of that. They're like, well, no, there's a difference between being broken up and on a break. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We agree. Um, this is a two-part question. So what are your favorite moments of the show and also favorite episodes of the show as well? Episodes and moments. Okay. Uh, moments. Um, one that always gets to me, always gets to me is uh, – after Joey moved out from Chandler's place when he was on Days of Our Lives, and yeah, Chandler got the the new roommate, um, the psycho guy. <laughs> um, but uh, when 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 Chandler says, "I'm sorry, I already have a roommate," and the chair spins around and it's Joey, and you know they're back together again, right? That, that, that scene tugs at the heartstrings a little bit. Absolutely. I think that's one of my favorite moments. Um, one of my favorite moments is when Ross spends the whole day going all over town to cover his tracks to make sure Rachel doesn't find out about the girl from the Xerox place. Oh, right. And he comes in and uh, mentions it to Gunther. <laughs> oh, Gunther, yeah. Gunther was who told her. Yeah. I love that scene just because you can see Rachel's heart rip out, and I hate her so much that that <laughs> scene just brings me joy. Oh, <laughs> I'd love to see Rachel in pain. Yeah. Um, as far as episodes go, I think the best episode is the uh, the one where they have the trivia game to dis- to determine who knows who best. Oh yeah, that was really good. Yeah, because um, you get so much of the characters' histories in just that half hour. Yeah, and uh, and just so funny, you know, Ms. Chenandler Bong. <laughs> yeah. Um, my other favorite episode, I think, is the one where the one where Monica thinks that that Chandler is aroused by sharks. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Just, just you know, I, I love those. I love those kind of sitcoms where the whole thing is based around a huge misunderstanding. Yeah. And I mean, what bigger of a misunderstanding than walking in on someone watching porn and he changes it to Shark Week? <laughs> right. I think Seinfeld had a great 
that's number one of Seinfeld was probably the best show for that of misunderstanding was Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. For sure. Now, um, let me push my page here. Now, do you think the Friends writers come up, came in with the, the plan to have the Ross and, and, and Rachel chase a central part of the show when it first aired? I think so. Yeah, I think I think they always planned on making that a part of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, what it is, though, is I don't necessarily think that they expected the show to go on as long as it did. Yeah, because eventually it got to the point where finding ways to bring them back together. Yeah. Now, do you pref- prefer fat Monica or skinny Monica? You know, Fat Monica. Okay. Fat Monica was a lot more carefree. Fat Monica <laughs> was, was was not always stress cleaning and uh, and not as neurotic. You know, Fat Monica just seemed more fun. Yeah, I'll be the wrong person to ask this question, but uh, the answers, but I'd ask it anyway. Um, how sexy was R- Rachel in her tight tight clothes? Uh, you know, I'm going to go not at all. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know how to say that. I don't know how to answer that. This is amazing. I found her very attractive. No, that, that's nothing for me. That's, that's all right. That's all right. Um, now, what do you think of the whole Phoebe Ursula storyline? I don't think it was very necessary, in my opinion. I don't think so either. Um, I think more than anything, it was just a device to make people watch mad about you. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And I don't think it served much more of a purpose beyond that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there were some episodes where, where it, it definitely helped facilitate the plot, you know, like, especially when, when she finds out who her real mother is and, and all that stuff. But, uh, no, for the most part, it was pretty unnecessary. But I do like that. Um, I do think it was funny that that uh, Phoebe kind of always had this sort of thing for Joey, and that it yeah. wasn't necessarily reciprocated. <laughs> but, right. Uh, and she was very identical to him. I know it's so funny. It's hilarious. That's pretty funny. Now. Do you think that Gunther was necessary, and if so, was he utilized to your standards? I think so. Um, I think uh, I think I think Gunther's biggest purpose. Well, first of all, I think it was important for them to always have a person at Central Perk who was always there. Yeah, because you see a lot of these shows where where they take place at the same setting, mm-hmm. but like none of the staff is the same from episode to episode. Right, right. Yeah. And, and you know, if, if you hang out at a place as often as they supposedly hung out at Central Perk, you're gonna get to know the people that work there. True. So I just to help the show's realism, it was important to have Gunther there. Um, yeah. but I also think it was kind of funny. I mean, it, it got old, and there were times when it bordered on creepy. Yeah, but I think it was funny that he had such a huge <laughs> thing for Rachel, and Rachel was so oblivious to it. Exactly. Now, 
to your best knowledge, was Gunther the owner of Central Perk, or was he just like the head manager there, or just someone that was just there? I feel like he had to be the owner. Yeah. Um, you know, just because he was able to hire and fire without having to consult anybody. Right. Um, I don't think that even if you were the manager of a place like that, I don't think you'd be there for 10 years. True. So I think he just owned it and then managed it to prevent himself from having to pay another person. That's okay. We agree on that as well. Now, um, how realistic was it that you had Monica and Rachel Cross from Joey and Chandler, and then when Nick, Nick a guy died, you had Ross just across the way leaving Phoebe on an island for her a while until Rachel moved in with her. Um, you know, it, it when you when you lay it all out like that, it sounds. Yeah, I I do know people who uh, you know did did get apartments in neighboring buildings from people they were close to. So, I mean, it does happen. I do think it's a little absurd that it was the, the window that they could see in (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that was obviously just a a shortcut, I think. Right. Um, No, no, I don't, I don't think that's too unrealistic. I've, I've seen it. Okay. Now was Janice, the most annoying yet hilarious sub character on the on the show. I think so. Um, you know, uh, especially in those early early seasons, mm-hmm. I, you know, I couldn't wait for them to write her out. Me too. <laughs> but, uh, when she came back, it was kind of welcome. Yeah. Um, in spurts. In sp- yeah, yeah. I think they did it right. You know, just having her in there enough. Like, mm-hmm. uh, if if it would have been any more than that, she would have been unbearable. And if it would have mm-hmm. been any less than that, it would have been like, oh well, why even have her in here? Oh yeah. But especially like when uh, when when Chandler fakes that he's moving to Yemen just to get away from her. Oh yeah, then at the airport. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. And I'm not going to leave until I see you take off. And I'm so going does. to Yemen. He went to Yemen. He did. And they came back. <laughs> now, um, would there be anything that you would change about the show? If it's up to you. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I, I definitely would make. Uh, I, I would. I would make Ross a little less bigoted, like I kind of mentioned earlier. Right. Yep. Um, you know, especially the freak out he has when Ben wants to play with a doll. I mean, oh, yeah. that's such an that's such an innocuous thing that he reads way more into than he needs to. Yeah. Um, but and, and you know what? I grew up in this time, so I can vouch that people did joke about it a lot more, yeah. but. Uh, Going back and watching it now, it seems pretty homophobic. Yeah. Um, just, uh, you know, like the uh, the episode where Joey has to practice kissing on a guy. <laughs> but I also think they balanced it out, too. You know, like, I, I think at the end of the day, you knew that it wasn't mean-spirited because they had, you know, like, uh, like uh, Carol and... and yeah, it was kind of b- groundbreaking to have the uh, lesbian women. Yep. 
Now, the arm. Oh yeah. Now, what are some of your least favorite moments episodes you've of Friends? Um. Well, I don't like. Uh, I don't like the um, the the episode at the beach house. Um, where Rachel writes the really long letter to Ross, and all oh, right, kind of the one that that uh, leads to their big breakup, right? Yeah, um, just because, uh, yeah, I, I, it's it's so sketchy the way like Rachel talks his girlfriend into shaving her hair, and, and <laughs> like yeah. it just it really shows the pettiness of of all of them, really, because I mean, like the fact that 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 would be a deal breaker essentially for Ross to want to break up with that girl shows how shallow he is shows right. how childish Rachel was. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like a lot of the episodes with Julie um, oh, yeah. girlfriend from China that he met on the fossil dig. Yeah. Just cause she was a pretty annoying character. Pretty much. Yeah. And um, I didn't like a lot of the episodes with Mike for the same reason. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Now, um, I like Paul Rudd. I just didn't like him in that show. Oh, yeah. Paul, yeah, Paul Rudd. Yeah. Yep. Big stars, though, from that show, though. Like a lot of, a lot of, like, unknown stars. That ended sure. up. huge. Words. Yeah. Fantastic. Now, um, where would you rank Friends as a, as one of the best sitcoms ever? Best sitcoms, actually. Um, I think it definitely would be in 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 the top ten. Yeah. All time. Um, uh, depending on the day you ask me, maybe even as high up as the top five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, just we've we've mentioned it before, but I think you would have to look at like a Seinfeld or, mm-hmm. you know, they're very had as long of a run as they did. And it like ended up becoming such a part of society as it did. like now day to day vocabulary. Yeah. I might be, might be a little controversial right now, but I think besides what happened, happened off air, um, my, favorite of all time sitcom of all time is the cosby show and it's mm. not, even, not even close i i love that show um it's a shame what happened what happened with bill cosby off off air but i think as far as the show itself it was very influential um society wise back, back in the 80s and 90s um it was really really well done yeah i think so too and uh it is a shame what ended up happening yeah um um yeah and 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 i think it i think to an extent that is going to end up tarnishing its legacy yeah i mean i i won't watch the show still but um just uh, yeah it's hard but yeah for sure um now the way historians talk about it too yeah exactly exactly um now were you a fan of the theme song by the by the remnants i think Rembrandt's. I was, um, you know, it was, uh, it was, it was simple and it was to the point and it was catchy. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, 
you know, again, like we talked about earlier with Full House, you know, never had to change the song. Yeah. Um, it, it kind of became its own entity from the yep. show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's now so culturally iconic. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> and the funny thing about it is I saw this comedian who did a, uh, who did a bit about the, the whole song. Okay. Um, you know, once the uh, once once the theme song got so big, they ended up having to release the whole song as a oh, single. Right. Yeah, and you can tell that that they didn't put a lot of thought into the rest of the song. <laughs> like <laughs> it was always meant to be a theme song or a jingle, right? Like the second verse goes like. Uh, it goes, uh, you're still in bed at 10 and work began at 8. You've earned your breakfast so far. Things are going great. Um, <laughs> and the comedian says, he goes, who is two hours late for work and still takes the time to cook breakfast? <laughs> and uh, the next line, your mother told you there'd be days like these. And he's like, that's, that's a complete contradiction because the first line of the song is no one told you life was going to be this way. Exactly. So... Uh, yeah, I mean, for what it, you know, it's 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 no masterpiece. It's not a Stairway to Heaven or a Born to Run, but uh, right. it's for what it is. It's a good little song. Oh yeah. Now, was Joey the ultimate man's man? Um, I don't necessarily think so. Okay. Um, I think uh, you know, I think he had a a sensitivity about him that. Uh, that that a lot of uh, dude bros would kind of criticize. Yeah, um, I think he had a a moral compass that you know that a lot of guys would would criticize. I, there's there's one scene in particular where uh, when when they're all out in in Vegas and um, and Ross and Rachel are really drunk in the hotel room. Yeah, and you can tell Joey's a little bit concerned that. Uh, you know, something might happen that shouldn't because they're drunk and that's kind of skeevy. Right. And, you know, I, think, I think there's a lot of guys who would disagree with that too. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of overly macho guys who are like, oh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, and, and just that, uh, that even if it was just for a role that Joey was willing to kiss a guy, you know, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't think he would he was a man's man in the sense that like he was overly macho or like, you know, flowing with testosterone, but yeah, yeah I definitely think he was, he was kind of the ultimate, uh, the ultimate buddy. <laughs> True. For sure. Now is Monica Geller, the modern day D- D- Danny Tanner always being so prop proper and clean organized. Um, I, I see the comparison, but I, I don't think so. You don't think so? Okay. Danny's was just more that he was a neat freak. And, um, you know, that, that became worse once he had three children. Right. Because <laughs> you just, if you let yourself slip in cleaning up after them a little bit, then yeah. you're looking at a real battle. So I think he just kind of tried to stay on top of cleaning because he didn't want it to get out of control. True. Whereas Monica, you know, they they were pretty clear that it was that it was a mental issue with her. And, 
<laughs> exactly. And, and you know, that it, that it got worse when she uh, lost weight. Cause that was how she would like stress instead of stress eating, she would stress clean. <laughs> exactly. That's right. I forgot about that. Now was Ross the most boring and needy character of the bunch? Probably. I mean, uh, I, I think, I think probably around season seven or eight, he yeah. kind of broke out of that. True. Yeah. yeah. I think as the show went on, he became more multidimensional. Yeah. And you know, when I think that all started is when he had the mental breakdown at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or, or someone eating his sandwich, but right. Right. several seasons, definitely. I mean, they, they, they didn't have to always point out how boring and nerdy he was because it yeah. was it was so obvious and yep yeah yeah I mean not a not a well developed character for yeah. most most yeah I think the last two or three three years I think was fine but the first six or seven was like eh, not great yeah like uh, like season one or two Ross never would have been in a scenario where. He made a pair of paste pants in the <laughs> in, in, in the bathroom. So yeah, I, I think he became a better character with time. But yeah, definitely those first several seasons, he's he's such a buzzkill and a drag. Oh yeah. Um, speaking of Ross, um, we have I have four things that I have. Then we'll end it here. Um, how did you feel about the on again, off again, um, Ross and, Ray, and Ray, Rachel um, Chase there? It went on way too long. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it just, you know, if, if, uh, if their relationship didn't work out the first several times, what made them think it would work out later? Yeah. Yeah. And what do you think about the finale of the uh, show? I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, the finale when, when Ross and Rachel Ross on on the flight and they found, they found Rachel and they all lived happy, happily ever after. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't think that was a good way to end it. Um, okay. I think, uh, I think Rachel kind of committed career suicide there because mm-hmm. we're going to get an offer like that again. And to, to, to toss that away on already broken up with three or four times. Right. Yep. And um, how did you feel about how did you feel how Phoebe was portrayed in the series? Um, I really liked it. I, I, I think that group. I think pretty much everyone in that group, except for Joey, who mm-hmm. kind of had parts. I think everyone in that group was, you know, probably came from upper class to upper upper class. Yeah. And. Phoebe gave them kind of a perspective of what the real world's like. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I I was actually just having this conversation a few days ago where I don't necessarily think it was the best thing to have two ditzy characters because it seems mm-hmm. like kind of yeah. And, and I don't know that that really served much of a purpose. It could have just as easily been one of them. Mm-hmm. But but at least at least Phoebe's kind of comes from a place of sort of being out there and yeah. 
and, and being a very outside the box character. Yeah. And yeah, I think I, I just think she was needed for that show. I think otherwise, I mean, let's 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 be honest. There was a lack of diversity on that show anyway. <laughs> really, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, at least you know they had someone who was who who kind of represented the lower classes and who uh, kind of lived on the fringe of society. Someone to kind of keep all these snooty people in line. <laughs> oh yeah, and now our buddy Ben had a question on facebook the other day um we'll get your answer and i'll answer my myself as well but what cast uh full house or friends would win in a bernacle brawl just just on the core cast not like just just the core cast of characters there uh you know core cast uh i i gotta go with uh i gotta go with friends um mm-hmm. Oh, as as far as I can see, the only the only formidable formidable opponent on the full house side is going to be Joe <laughs> or Jesse. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Danny or Joey was much of a fighter. Um, mm-hmm. You know, maybe uh, maybe Michelle or uh, Stephanie <laughs> was a bit. Of a um, I know, I know. Uh, Michelle kind of became a bully, so yeah, she did. Maybe, she did. Yeah. She could have pushed some people around too, but uh, you gotta do it. Like between Raw, or I mean, between Joey and Phoebe, yeah, they had a. I mean, Phoebe will cut a person for sure. Those nails. She was on the streets. She lived in the YMCA. Yeah, uh, and, you know, Joey's got the the tough Italian guy uh, background. Uh, had a billion sisters, so he was always yeah. having to. Chris Rap and all that. Uh, for for me, I break it down this way: so Full House, you have three daughters, young young age daughters, so they're, they're out. Um, then you got the guys: you got Joey, uh, Danny, and Jesse. Um, Joey he played, played hockey, so maybe has has a little little shot there, streak, little streak there. Danny, eh, no, so. So it's it's Jesse and Joey versus Chandler and Joey and maybe um, Monica who is kind of fierce as well. But without, all that being said, I think that the Friends cast um, definitely wins in the landslide in a in a in a brawl. I think so too because I mean it's six adults versus three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now if you bring in Steve, then I go full house all the way. But if you don't have Steve there, then you can't you can't do it. Yeah, no, I agree. Yep, and then the last thing here is final thoughts on Friends and also feel free to talk about anything that wasn't touched on on, on the Friends that you want to bring up here. Um, you know, I think we kind of hit on everything. Um, it, uh, I, I liked that, you know, there was, there was drama along the way. I like that... Um, there were times when, I mean, you know, because it's a TV show, you always knew everything would turn out okay. But <laughs> there were times when certain people weren't speaking to other people, and yeah. uh, that that happens in real life. You know, it's it's hard to maintain that many friendships, and yeah, uh, I, I I like that they did depict some some conflict in those friendships, whether or not it was. Uh, you know, Ross isn't supposed to talk to Rachel anymore, or um, 
Chandler and Joey are fighting over the same girl. <laughs> right. You know, um, Rachel makes a comment to Phoebe that she's not really a part of their group and she lifts right out. Yeah. Um, you know, they, 